I really enjoyed it, you know, I enjoyed the humour and I enjoyed how they brought the seriousness out in the humour, you know, that I really enjoyed it, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I think just the same as Steve, it was a really good video, the sense of humour and the way they were quite creative. The guy who was doing that alternative Eminem was really good the way he did that. But it does only cover a very small perspective of what it's like within a ward environment. There's a lot of other issues as well that it hasn't really touched on, but it was good. It was quite accurate in a lot of ways. It made a lot of points, obviously, very comically and ironically. The only thing it doesn't really make clear is how much brutalisation and terror there is in a place like that. About um, the Valley of the Eternal Day Centre, <laughs> and that, and I thought that was dead accurate and all, and it's so easy to fall into that trap where you've had a bit of a breakdown, you've been in hospital, so you start doing a day centre thing because you realise you need something, you need some sort of support. The only place really where you're going to get that is at a day centre, so you kind of like go along to the day centre and you meet everybody else who's been in the same predicament as you. And it's so easy to get dragged down by that. And it's hard to find a way out from that. And you can find yourself at a loss as to which direction to move into, where to go, where to break away from it. Where do you sort of like say, well, that was a part of my life. It's over now and I've got to go forwards. I like that part. I thought it was quite accurate. What I really identified with from the film was that uh, the sense of arriving, being admitted to hospital and getting the feeling you're never going to get out again. And in my experience, it was actually fuelled by other patients as well, saying to me, well, yes, they told me I was in for three weeks, but I've been in here two years. And the horror stories of the patients telling you and just the sense of, yeah, how are you going to escape? I really identified with that. And I think that's not helped in cases where the physical surroundings are foreboding and daunting, like in that video and in the case of... Uh, our local hospital. They were saying about at what point you're allowed to sort of like leave when you're considered okay. They made some sort of like little talking sort of like saying, oh, I just want to get out of here and somebody else just wanted to stay. And I think that's dead right. It can be like that, you know. For a lot of people, it can be a complete struggle just to get some help, just to get admitted, because sometimes that is what's wanted, that's what's needed in some circumstances. You get admitted to hospital and you're in for six weeks and they think you're OK, then they let you go home. You say, you're OK, you're all right, and then you're back in a couple of days later and they don't get the balance right sometimes. You get a bit confused sometimes. Yeah. No, it's strange because it seems to be sort of like a six-week period, doesn't it, where mm. well, when you're first admitted, it's like, right, you're not very well, you're staying in here. And at that stage, most people, when you are quite ill, all you're wanting to do is to just get out of there. I'm OK because... You may be not aware yourself that really you do need some help because you're that kind of like out of it. And all you want to do is just leave and just go. And they're not letting you. And then eventually when you sort of like come to your senses and you realise you've been all over the place and you've been a bit out of it, you think, oh, God, I've got to go back to that life now. Mm. And all I've got to go back to that horrible flat. I've got to go back and pick mm -hmm. the pieces up. And that's when you start and thinking, right, they're going to be chucking me out soon. They're going to be chucking me out. What help am I going to get and everything? And no, it's just like... isolated and that's... I guess I used to feel like that before I had more friends and a girlfriend and things. Everything's done for you in hospital, isn't it? All the washing's done and your bed's there and everything. There's and just loads of people around you all the time to yeah. talk to and then and then you're back you in the community and you're, and you're isolated yeah. on your own yeah. and that's hard. That's the hardest mm -hmm. thing, isn't it? In my case, I felt that I really, really needed to be in hospital. Uh, I was desperate to be out of my home circumstances and the pressure that that was adding to my problems. But then when I'd been in there 
a few days because of the environment and the sort of oppressive um, and basically just feeling so scared and watching other patients being treated disrespectfully. I'm so afraid of being sucked into that that I actually discharged myself when I was nowhere near ready to be out, back out in the community. And I did that with the support of my carer and I felt like I was just desperate to make a run for it before they slapped a section on me and I apparently wasn't sectionable. And the feeling of relief, like when I got out into the car park and I was like, drive away, fast, 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 it was like, it was stick with me. I remember when I first was admitted and they put me on an antipsychotic. I didn't know what an antipsychotic was. And so I was dead against them and for the first week of being there, or first few days, I was insisting I didn't want any medication. And then the next thing, they came down the corridor with um, an antipsychotic and something else. And I got that thing where your jaw kind of like moves and shakes and is it dyskensia or something like that it's called. And I remember saying to them, oh, why is my jaw doing this? And they just completely ignored me. And then it was only afterwards and I mentioned it to one of the other nurses and they gave me like a, t- a side effect tablet, but I didn't know what was happening to me. Because I felt that video came was very anti-medication mm-hmm. and I'm very against like having too much medication, but I do think it's useful in mm. certain circumstances mm. not to put people off from using medication per se. I think it's mm. important. Yes, that's right. I feel my medications help me tremendously. Mm. And psychotherapy as well, of course. I found out, the same as you, uh, Leslie, I found yeah. out that med- you know, the medication does help me and I take it regular. I take it every 12 hours and, and I'm all right. And I feel a lot better for it. And Sometimes you do need your medication. Some people can do without it and some people can't. It depends on the individual. You you don't. It shouldn't be imposed upon you. You must take this, you must take that. You should have the choice of what medication you choose to take and what you don't. One time when I was on, I think it was Allopalladol, I think it was, and it made me, uh, I couldn't go out in the sun and I couldn't walk out in the sun, and just two minutes of the sun. And they didn't tell me anything about that, my skin went all dry and, and I, I was stiff and I couldn't walk for months. And I kept sleeping all the time, they didn't tell me anything about that, they just gave it to me, you know. Until I see my doctor and changed my tablet, and I had to stand up for myself. They have to do that, don't you? The other thing they tend to do as well, for a quiet night on the ward, like they kind of picked on it a little bit in the video there, didn't they? about don't turn the light on us or they'll come and sedate us all. When I was there, it was a case of we don't take this sleeping tablet. And it, it's just to keep the ward quiet. I'd been in there a few weeks and I got to the stage I didn't need a sleeping tablet to sleep on a night, but they really, really liked you to take one. Luckily, I wasn't on the antipsychotic tablets more than two or three years. I didn't have tardive dyskinesia, I think is what you were talking about. But uh, And the antidepressants, well, I'm on them for life. <laughs> With... And, and that contrasted with the psychiatrist that I was with, who said, I'd like you to go to lithium, but I want you to think about it for a month first and find out about it first, and then come back. And that was just a very different way of being treated. I thought it was interesting when they said about Gestapo in the office. Oh, yeah. Just the whole thing about them, but for start, them being in the office. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, where are all these nurses that are meant to be nursing people? Yes. Except for the odd patrol when they're checking that everybody's there. They just seem to be in the office with like holiday brochures. I know that's probably like really unfair, but that was the impression. And they just seem to sort of come out every now and then to check on people and dole out the medication. And I couldn't see what nursing activity was going on. There's good and bad in everywhere you go. And I found out when I was in hospital last time there were good nurses. It just they never had time to talk to you because they were too busy looking around checking everybody all over the place. The nurses haven't got time to talk to you because they haven't got time because they're always in the office. Look, as you say, you know, doing paperwork and they just haven't got time. I mean, I had a named nurse 
And she she was okay because she came to see me and always asking for help because I needed it. But some people who sit there are quiet, they don't know, they get a bit frightened, they don't know what's going on. And they don't ask or they just sit there worrying about things. You need to talk about it to each other. People are going to have good and bad experiences and yeah. I'm sure you know you can't have everybody with the same brush but it's a scandal that that's like allowed to go on at all, really. Yes, I think you're right there, it's true. And most people really don't know what it's like being in there. It's, it can be absolutely horrifying. I and mean, I thought what was interesting is that that unit's actually being closed, did it say? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing to hold on to, that there's hopefully you know positive change, and that's certainly uh, reflected in what's going on in our local services. People are starting to address the issues such as physical environment and user empowerment by the fact that those people are making the video. Mm-hmm. From the Open University... For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.